So we spoke last time about the first parish of Shema, and the pastor talks about and he explains and we spoke about it. Now when we get to the second paragraph of Shema, so now it doesn't just say La'avah, it says La'avah is Hashem Elekeichem Ela'avdeh. Besides for the mitzvah to love Hashem, is a mitzvah to serve Him. A'avah, we know, Avdeh means Tvila. He brings the Gemara and says, Eiz Avodah Hashem Elekeichem is a Tvila. And therefore when it comes to the second paragraph of Shema, we see a Chiddush. There's a Tvila called B'chol La'ev and there's a Tvila called B'chol Nefesh. It's not just Tvila, it's Tvila B'chol La'ev and Tvila B'chol Nefesh. What does that mean? How does one serve Hashem with the whole Lev and the whole Nefesh? So he's going to explain when you see inside. If you look carefully at what he's saying, it looks like he's saying something very simple. But if you look at it carefully, you'll see two or three diukim, which lead us to understand there's something much deeper, much more meaningful that he wants to get to. And it says like this, When it talks about when it relates to Tvila, so how do you daven b'chol levavchem? Kupashat. Umavuar kavanus ha'kasul b'beis yanu. The pasuk is understood, it's explained in two different ways. Harishvayn, ha'yachot. The first way we can explain the pasuk, ha'yinu lefanis libay mitidus ha'machshavis. A person should clear his heart from all kinds of other thoughts. V'la'atayis ha'kavanah ha'shlema. V'la'atayis ha'tfila. And to make one's intentions focus on the Kavana and Shlema of the words of the Tvila. So it sounds like he's saying a very simple thing. Don't think about other things when you're davening. If you're going to get distracted, you're going to, your mind's going to wander, you're not going to daven properly. And therefore, a person should clear out the thoughts out of his head and focus on the words of the Tvila. Except, that was the case in the next words. He says, Belev of Shalem and Ma'um Kadriba. That means Belev Shalem and Ma'um Kadriba, the depth of one's heart. If all you wanted to tell me was, don't think about other things during davening, then this doesn't make any sense. What are you adding? Also, why is it called B'chol Leib? B'chol is not to think other things during Tvila. It's something very simple, don't get distracted. So now he says, B'chol Leib means B'leib Avshalim. Where did he get that expression from? And so I'm just going to jump from the Gemari Prince for a moment to see the Zahar, that's exactly what he took the word that up. In the next paragraph, he quotes the Zahar B'Shalach, it says, Anyone who wants to daven a tefillah in front of Hashem, boy, he needs let me boy to ask for his request, or to allow him to daven. That's the expression from the Eimek of the Day. Begin the Ishtakach Libe Shlim because then his heart will be complete with Hashem. So Libe Shlim, that's Libe Shalim, that's Pachol Leiv. And therefore, he should have kavana with his thoughts, with his mind. And the Zohar is the same thing. If a person wants to have to be zechet, it's called the tefillah shleimah. Then his heart is considered shalom with Hashem. He has to daven me umkud What does it mean? What does it mean? Oh, what does it mean? What does it mean? Now, if you look at the, so that's our first question. If you look at the second thing that Nefesh Chaim says, and he brings the Gemara in Brachos, it's also interesting. The Gemara there says, "Kamamarim zal b'brayis reishmer kenoimdim hamispal tzarich sheyachavin eslibur hashemayim." The person davening has to direct his lib, his life, his, his heart to Shemayim. Shneamar, 
Tachin Libam, Takshi Vaznecha. That's the Gemara. Tachin Libam, if you prepare your heart, Takshi Vaznecha. And Hashem is so to speak, yes. Now, that's the Gemara. Where do you see anything about Shemayim? Where it says the person to think of what you say. Tachin Libam, if you prepare your heart, Hashem will listen. What's it going to do with Yechavin Slibid Hashemayim? That's the Gemara doesn't say. There's another Gemara he brings. Next paragraph. Before a person davens, he has to wait. Until he focuses, he collects his thoughts. His heart should be full just for the Kavanah of the words of the Tfilah. He believes that that's the first explanation he gives in Chodavavka. The second explanation he gives in Ksayim B'chol Avachem Ha'inu gam nisharish meliboi b'avayrus ha'tfilah ta'nugi ha'olam ha'noyis b'mikol b'kof And that is when a person comes to Daven he should uproot from his heart any enjoyment that he has in this world And therefore what a person is thinking about during Davening v'achli stakol klapimalo v'reimu sabaris baruch He's just focusing on the greatness of Hashem G'moy she'amro G'moy z'g'moy n'yavamas ha'mispal al-tzarach she'yitzen libo l'mani the person is davening, he should focus his thoughts on Shemaim and Hashem. Everything is interested in is only to be drawn after Hashem. So just, the only point is the enjoyment of Hashem, which comes from davening. And he brings the Raya for that. That the Mechavan, the heart to Hashem, would be to want to connect to Hashem. So the Nevesh Chaim has given two different explanations. What a power person davens with your whole heart. We have to explain what they both are. And you also have to explain where does Nevesh Chaim get from the two different Pirushim in us. So Nevesh Chaim is partially explaining the Gemara. He doesn't. Mufarish exactly what his raya is, but I'll explain. There's something very clear that he said. We said in the first paragraph of Shema, a person to love Hashem, b'chol levav, b'chol b'chol nafshecho, Comes the second paragraph of Shema, a person to love Hashem, ola avdoi, to daven b'chol levav, b'chol which means it's the same b'chol levav, b'chol nafshechem. Whatever b'chol levav comments in the first paragraph, it means in the second paragraph. You just have to apply it to Tefillah. Whatever Bechol Nafshech meant in the first paragraph, that means in the second paragraph, we just have to apply it to Tfilah. So if that's the case, let's look at what the Gemara says. When the Torah says in the first paragraph of Shema, what does Bechol Levavach mean? So the Gemara then says, Bechol Levavach B'Shnei Yitzarecha. V'yayitzaratov v'yayitzarah. If a person has to love Hashem, he has to employ both the Yitzaratov and the Yitzarah in loving Hashem. How does a person do that? It's a good question. It's not for now to just explain what's the love of Hashem which comes in Yitzhak and the love of Hashem which comes in Yitzhak. But what is Nagar to us is that if a person is to Le'avdai has to daven Bechol Levavchem then Bechol Levavchem means the same thing. A person is to daven Yitzhak and a person is to daven Yitzhak. How do you do that? So here we see there's two kinds of davening. One which is the Tfilah from Yitzhak one is the Tfilah from Yitzhak. And those are the two explanations that Nefesh Achayim gives as to how a person davens b'chol <coughs> So we have to see someone who means what's the Yetzir Tov, what's the Yetzir Ra, 
and how does one use them in davening? So let's explain. We'll start with the Yetzir Tov first, it's easier to explain. What's the Yetzir Tov in a person? Yetzir, a drive, really is the same church as, as Ratzin. It comes from the same idea. What a person really wants. And therefore, a person has a certain drive, a person wants to do good. That's what we call the Yetzir Tov. And a person has a certain want, a certain drive, not to do other things wrong, but that's what we call the Yetzir Rao, the Ratzin for him. So if you're going to call, talk about the Yetzir Tov first, what do we say is a person to be Ikarotan to the good? What's the Yetzir Tov? Where does a person want to go? What's the drive to good? So this is the first paragraph of the Sisi Shai. And he tells us, in the Yispoir, Sha'adam le'nivra ere lisane galashem. A person is only created lisane galashem, to enjoy the connection to Hashem. And therefore, anything which develops, anything which increases, anything which enhances a person's relationship with Hashem, that's in the gate of the Yetzir Taif. That's the, the Ratzin for Taif in a person. A person in, in wants to, to connect to Taif. That's good. The Taif is the Kirvas Hashem. And therefore, the Yetzir, which the, which the Ratzin inside, which wants to, wants to connect to HaKadosh Baruch How do you daven from the point of the Yetzir? From the point of the Yetzir, I'm sorry. So this is the second point he brings out here. And that is that a person, when he's davening, he should l'sharish me'libay v'avayra satfila tanugi a'ayla ma'anoisa, m'kol v'kol. When a person's focused on davening, so that he... It, detaches him, uproots from within him any connection to Tanuga Ramazah, anything he enjoyed here. Tfila is the ability to Tanuga Tfila is the ability to connect to Hashem in the sense that now that a person feels connected, that, that, that's the enjoyment of Tfila. And he made that in order to means at least the first part, the answer of Tfila is this is my opportunity to to speak to Hashem. To connect, and that's what a person wants. He's looking for that time. He's looking for that connection. So you know, it gives him the framework more than anything else. If you think about it, other mitzvahs is true. Hashem is watching us, but the only mitzvah we consider only with Hashem. It's like we're standing in front of Hashem, and we act like we're standing in front of Hashem. It's about tefillah. Then there's a musag of of when a person davens, He's Mukhavin, we said that rather he's standing, Hashem is standing in front of him listening to. So from the side of the Yetzir Atayim, when a person is looking for the Torah, which is the connection, Tfilah provides the framework for that. And therefore, the, the proper Tfilah, the pure Tfilah, Mitzad, the Ratzin of a person to go to Hashem, is that's what he wants to achieve out of Tfilah. It's not what he, it's not the physical things he wants to get, on the contrary, a person loses focus naturally that way. A person distances himself from that. Fill his opportunity in Africa to work on the connection. And like he says, it's Hanukkah Hashem. Exactly the same words as this is showing. Shehakol koyachibim m'shukha raklimano. The whole drive of his heart is drawn towards Ruchnis. And that's what it says, Sarah Shehitan That's the one focus of Tvila. That's the one focus of Tvila. 
That's the Bechol Levavcha from the point of view of the Yetzirah Be'emes, and that's the person's work, at least thinking about this level, even before we talk about working on achieving this level, it doesn't come to a person. A person thinks, if I need something, I have to tell for time I'm in. I believe in Hashem. So if I need something, I know it comes from Him, I have to ask Him for it. But if I wouldn't need anything, I wouldn't have to tell. That's what people think. I need a shidduch, I need a yeshua, I need children, I need a sach, whatever it's going to be. Okay, I have to daven. And if everything will be taken care of for me, then I wouldn't daven. But they're missing out. This, the whole facet of tefillah is that tefillah is what builds the connection with Hashem. And therefore, Adarav, if a person is looking to connect to Hashem, that's what he wants to daven for. He wants to daven because that gives him the chance. The dogma. There's some people who go to Gedalia because they, need, they have a serious matter, they're in this dangerous position, they're very sick, whatever it is, they really need a Yeshua, whatever the case is. Okay? So the circumstances are such, so what does a person look to do? He looks to go to Brachas, he looks to Brachas, he looks to go to Gedalia. That person, if everything was calm and everything was going well, wouldn't enter his mind. I don't need anything right now, why should I go? But those people who are there, they look for opportunity, talk to Gedalia Yisrael. I can learn from them, I can get advice from them, I can get... Direction, whatever it is. It's not that I have a problem, that's why I'm going. I'm going because I enjoy the opportunity to to speak to a God or to ask advice from a God whatever it's going to be. So I'm going there even without the, the, the sorrow, even without the problem. And you understand that people relate to Fidah the same way. Some people are only related to Fidah. But if I have a problem, then I need to dive into Hashem because I have a problem. If I wouldn't have a problem, that would be great. I wouldn't have to dive. But that's a mistake. The point of Fidah is the opportunity to talk. And Akash Baruch is listening to you. It's opportunity to relate to you. And therefore, I don't have to look for the Tzariach, and now that I have a problem, I have to daven. I do Like Rabbi Yechon says in the Gemara, Not because I need to daven all day, because that many things wrong. The absolute ability to, to, to daven is the ability to connect to Hashem. Okay, so we explained the one side, the Yetzirah Tzai. Now, the others I have to explain, which is the first thing that Nefesh Chaim explains to us, is the Yetzirah. How do you daven with the Yetzirah? So what is the Yetzirah? So like we said before, we're not talking about Averis. We're not talking about Averis. The difference between Taib and Ra, I heard many times from Rabbi Ramesh Shapira, the Kharan of Rafa. Taib is something which brings me to the Tachlish. It brings me to the point I want to get to that Taib. Ra is from Nashan Chazal, that something is it's cut off. That's a terayim. For example, a person says terayim b'shevet barzel, destroy them, break them. Right? Something which doesn't bring to the tachlis is called ra. And therefore, it doesn't have to be something intrinsically ra in the sense that it's bad. And as much as it's something which doesn't bring me to the tachlis, and therefore. If the Yetzir Tov, the Ratzin for Tov in a person is the Ratzin, the Sanagad Hashem, the Ratzin that come to the, the real Tov, any other Ratzin a person has is together a Ratzin of Ra. It's a Ratzin which isn't bringing to that Tachis. It doesn't mean it's also to have. For example, a person wants his business to be successful. A person is planning a trip, he wants it to work well. These things aren't various, but the Ratzin they're coming from isn't the ultimate Ratzin. Now, where is there a Makum to Dabin there? Where is the Makam Tfilin? So this is what the Mishnah, this is what the Nefesh Chaim you just have to see his words a bit better. And he says, when a person davens, 
Because you need something. Whatever the something is. So what's his thoughts when he's davening? What does the person think when he's davening? Is it mutter to daven for other things? Of course. Our tefillah is built around that. Rafa'inu barakhalainu, all the other brachs and tefillah are things we want, are physical requests. Tefillah isn't only the focus on the rafniyas, tefillah can also other things also. The Gemara takes it a step further. The Gemara says, I feel a gun of Halim Tzav Makhteris can daven. He's in the middle of a crime. He's busy digging into someone's house. But Lema'is said he davens, that's also a tefillah. What's he davening for? They shouldn't get caught. They should be successful in, in, in his Maisig Navy in stealing. Maybe. But the very Muslim is like Kumara. It could be he's a candidate, but he's not a Kaifa. And therefore he knows everything Hashem is around the world. Maybe he's, he's, he's stealing. He's weak. He's in that area, but now Hashem is in charge. He can still daven. Okay. So that's an extreme example. But the truth is, anything physical we daven for. We're asking, is this something we should be having or not be having? We want it. If we want it, we ask for it. We let a paper. We know that the Shabbat is in charge. Now, except, when a person is davening for something, whatever it is that he needs, so what's his kafana when he's davening? What's he thinking when he's davening? So let's look at a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, and let's learn an interesting insight. The Gemara says, Shnei nafla the Mishkaf. There are two people who get sick. The same sickness, the same severity. The one is recovers completely, and the other one dies. And the Gemara asks there, why did the one recover and the other one die? And the Chorda in exactly the same position. And the Gemara says, This one died, that one didn't die. So the one who died, I should listen to him and he recovered. The other one didn't die, didn't listen to him, didn't recover. Now, one second. Ask the Gemara. That a person in that matzah wouldn't die. A person is hooked up to machines in the ICU. The doctor says, nothing for us to do for you. She's not going to die. You're not talking about Tashbe Grishai. So the Gemara says, Ella, Zeh is spalal tfilah shleima, Vazel lai is spalal tfilah shleima. This one davened the tfilah, which is called a tfilah shleima, and this one did not daven the tfilah shleima. So we see a yisod. It's not just davening, it's something called davening the tfilah shleima. Now, what's a tfilah shleima? What's not a tfilah shleima? Let's explain. Laya leino. A person finds himself in such a position. He goes in for tests, doctors do some scans, whatever it is, call him in and say, listen, we're very sorry to inform you, but we have to tell you the truth. You have a terminal illness, uh, there's nothing for medicine to do for you. We have no treatment to offer you, you have two weeks to live. Make the most of it. Enjoy. Let's say a person who has such a dire prediction. Now what's he going to do? He doesn't want to die in two weeks' time. So you'll get two kinds of people. The one kind of person is going to walk out, he's going to have a and he's going to say, Kodesh Baruch Hu, the doctors don't know what they're talking about. You, the it's up to you, not up to them. And I'm going to dive in as best I can because I understand that a Kodesh Baruch Hu, this is your choice, not best. They can only see what they can see, but really it's up to you. And if you want me to live, I'll live. That's one option. The second option, a person hears such a, such a prediction, 
and he thinks to himself, all right, the doctor did not offer me. I'm going to try everything else there is in the world. I'm going to try Chinese herbs. I'm going to try uh, homeopathy. I'm going to try uh, Swedish massage. I'm going to try anything in the world that anyone's ever suggested as a possible cure. I'll try. Am I going to dive in? Of course I'm going to dive in. I'm going to try that too. And I'll try to give my money to all the various uh, schoolers and whatever it's going to be. I'll try everything. Yeah. What's the difference between them? The answer is, the first one down is Tefillah Shlema. What makes the Tefillah Shlema? It's the Tefillah coming from the point of HaKadosh Baruch I'm not relying on the doctors, I'm relying on you. I'm relying on you. That's the proper Tefillah. And therefore that's the Tefillah which might be answered. But is this that guy not trying other things? No. And what if, what if he wants to, he have to make it, what if he can make it? The person's and he thinks, I see a leaf flying out, let me grab onto the leaf. It's not just out it's not doing anything. Right? But in desperation, people will do that. And that's the difference. A person who davens with a kavanah, you're in charge. So I'm making the decision to rely on you. That's its finish name. A person who's in the massive of, I'm desperate, I'll try anything in the world. If it means to fit, I'll try to fit it too. There's no finish name because there was no reliance. It wasn't coming from a place that I'm actually expecting Hashem to, work, to do something for me. Uh, I'm hoping something will work. I'm trying everything. That's not called the Tefillah Shlema. It's a Tefillah from uh, which doesn't have the starting point of Tefillah, which is the reliance of the Shabbat for you going down to me. It's out of desperation. Now, that's what Nevshachai means here as well. When we're talking about a Tefillah which is Bechol Levavchem, we're talking about the Yetzirah. A person could want other things. You're not talking about Averis necessarily. You're talking about other things a person wants. A person could want other things. And the other things that a person wants, how do you focus them to davening? How do you put them into davening? The answer is, understand where these other things are coming from. Where these other things are coming from. So here the Avodah Tefillah is, whatever I want, but the Tefillah of that is, I understand, this has to come from Hashem. Tashon Ramban. Anything a person needs, anything a person wants, it comes from Hashem. And therefore, the, a person shouldn't be distracted when he's davening with other things. It's, no, this might work, maybe something else will work, maybe the other options, whatever it's going to be. If I'm going to daven, then I'm going to daven with the focus in mind that if, if it's going to work, this is the only thing which is going to work. And now we're going to see the Lashon Nev Shachayim again, you'll see that's what he means. It says the first Indian in Tefillah of Khalabakhim, which means how to focus even what I want which isn't Rukhnias, even what I want physically. What's the, what's that void of has like a khalabakhim? The fun is liver materials and machabas. To mafana ma'am heart from the the other thoughts, not just random ways, man's wondering. We say that's not called abakim, let's just think of what you say. The machabas are other things other tracks I think of how I'm going to get what I want. Other options which I think in my mind of how I can get this. And that is, to focus it on the words of the Tvila, and that's the Umgud Deliver. That's from the Oymakalev. The Oymakalev comes from the confidence of Kaddish Baruch This is the only thing I'm trying. Because it's the only thing which is going to make a difference. And now if you look at the Zohar, he has two words when he says it. Everyone sit down in front of Hashem. What does he need? Bai. He needs to ask his request. What's that extra two words to ask his request? 
The Zara is talking about exactly this point. The person needs something. He wants something. That's what they call Ba'usa, his request. But that has to be Umka Dariba. It has to be for this whole heart. Begin the Yishtakach Liba Yishtiba Kajabrikhu. Because then his heart's considered Shalem by Hashem. Right? That the, 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 the way I'm asking is, I don't have any other plan in mind. There's no plan B. There's no other thoughts of having, because this doesn't look like I'm trying something else. The, the Oymar Kalev is, this is the only option. This is the only treasure. Meaning, even if he's in the middle of like, meaning. Versus Mashabit, the, the Ratza, even for something else, in Tefillah, it's, it's Bechol of If I want something, I know that the only track to get it is if, I, if I'm davening, my folks davening, this is the only way to get it. Then he says, Hani Bechol of Abchem, Shatismale Kol Alev, Rak Bechavana Slevis at Tefillah. The kavan is only in the face. This is this is the only tra- the only mahalik I have of how things are going to work. If you understand this, and you understand other lashnasa, I'm inspired to say shechavin is libel hashemayim. It's the chavin is libel hashemayim. Shneamar talking libel mtakshiv was nechah. If you prepare your heart, Hashem listens. And you ask the question, what's with hashemayim? And the answer is partial. It's not that to prepare my heart for hashemayim. Talking libel, what it means to prepare your heart means to focus on the fact that I'm relying on your Hashem. I'm relying on your Hashem. And that's what it means. Shechavin is libel lemakam. How do you my life to the makam? What it means is, I focus on the fact that this is the only address that I have to turn to. It's the only mahalach I have in Tefillah. That's called b'chol levavcha. Just like when it comes to v'hazim shemrakecha b'chol levavcha, it means to give up something. To give up something. To love Hashem. When it comes to Tefillah, b'atim, it's a similar concept. B'chol levavcha means it's my whole heart. How do I dump the whole heart? And, and I, what I give up? All the other possible avenues there could be how I'm going to get a haslach. Because as much as a person understands the force of davening, but if he thinks I can also try this and I can try this and there's other options, it takes yeah, away from the same as I'm just going to finish the story I saw in one of the little Zillison's story. brings out this point. In a certain year, it's in Matkan uh, or whatever it is. Her business, and uh, one day agents from the Masach Masa, the IRS of Israel, come in, they confiscate all his books, his computers, and say, We're doing an audit on, on your business. And uh, whether they were right or they're wrong, they send him a letter a few weeks later. We set you know, a date for a court case. We want to charge you for. Not paying all your taxes, there's a fine of half a million shekels, whatever it's going to be. Right? So, what do you do? So, you started to think, who do I know in the Masach Masai? Who do I know in the courts? Who can help me? Who can give me advice? And you can be protective for me? And maybe this one, maybe this one's a friend, or maybe this one's whatever. And he goes and pays for an expensive lawyer, and he thinks of all the people who can think who maybe have some influence somewhere. And one day they'll see it, come to the just one second, I'm, I'm running the wrong direction. Really, I should be focusing on davening, not trying to find people who can help me. So he tried to daven. But he found every time he tried to daven, his thoughts went back to the same place. Uh, maybe this guy will help me, maybe the lawyer will help me, maybe this one, maybe that one, whatever it's going to be. So he took a pretty dramatic step. He decided this is disturbing my davening. So he called up all the various people he eventually managed to get hold of to try and have some protection in the case to influence people involved. He said, listen, thank you very much for offering to help me, I've changed my mind. And then, I don't need your services. You call up his lawyer and he says, I'll tell you what you've done so far. I don't want you to represent me. No, well, was that just irresponsible, I guess? Uh, that's, that, and then they thought, now I can dive in, because now I don't have anything else to think about. Right? 
because that's what they're going to do for me. It's pretty much. It wasn't like he had a tremendous defense anyway. Otherwise, just relying on relying on something. No, he'd rather dive in properly and The way this was also tells the story. What happened next was unprecedented. So the court case came. So okay, he was there. They brought all the proofs. They brought all the witnesses. They showed the judge all the documents. Okay, except sort of it. And uh, the verdict. So based on the rules. So they should have, besides the charging level, which was in taxes, they should have also given him a fine of double, triple, whatever it is, however much the fines are meant to be for a person, how much they're pay tax. So he doesn't really have anything to say in his defense. So the judge sums up the case. So, and he looks at the nid on the defendant and says, Look, I think it's a pretty clear case against you. By law, you should be responsible to pay half a million shekels, whatever it was, as a fine besides for all the taxes. So he thinks about it, he says, But you look to me like an honest man. I don't know what went wrong exactly, but you don't look to me like a criminal. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write up the verdict that you owe Nasaf and half a million shekels. That's clearly in the case. But I'm not going to charge you. I'm going to put it in your file. And with a warning, if ever you get caught with tax things again, they're going to add this to the fine next time. End of case. No one ever heard of such a thing. A judge decides someone's guilty, writes out his judgment, I'm not finding it now. So it's in your file as a warning for next time. Never heard of such a thing. Now, however you want to explain the story, the limit from the story is the point that a person feels that if he can't daven properly when there's other things that are like his other avenues so it takes away from the Goyach HaTvila the Oymek HaLevin Tvila which he's talking about here is the level a person gets to when he feels there's no other avenue there's no other option because then when a person's focused only on Hashem there's no, nothing else which is disturbing his Kavana of what else can help me Mimela becomes a Tvila Shlema that's the no. I'm not saying every tefillah is like that. It's a darga. But the, the, what the darga is of b'chol levadchem is that when a person wants something, his whole focus is that the only way I have to get this is through tefillah. That makes him do tefillah shem. So we saw the first part. What's b'chol levadchem? We saw the two parts to it. Either b'chol levadchem yet zatayif is the focus of tefillah. This is the way to connect to Hashem. This is the way to satisfy what the yet zatayif wants. The kirvas Hashem, the isanigar Hashem. A person experiences that through tefillah. And I'll say more, more than any other mitzvah. That's the mitzvah which we have, which creates a connection. And the second part, with anything else the person wants, so then the means, how am I going to get it? What's the, way to, what's, the, what's the way to get what I want? Only through tefillah. And the fact that it's to the exclusion of everything else, that's what makes it also b'chol